Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News. We are worldwide, KFUO.org, AM850 here in the St. Louis region. I'm Gary Duncan. It's so good to be with you today. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. How are you doing today? Hi, Gary. I'm doing fine. How about you? I'm doing great. You want to talk about living fossils. What is a living fossil? Well, first of all, people probably think I'm a living fossil. (laughs) I've been in the ministry a long time, and sometimes I uh, don't seem to change much. And, uh, you know, I still use a flip phone instead of a smartphone, so some people would consider me a living fossil, maybe a dinosaur. Maybe. (laughs) But really, uh, all uh, jesting aside, living fossils are creatures that are alive today that look pretty much unchanged from their so-called ancestors in the fossil record. And people might be familiar with things like the horseshoe crab or the coelacanth fish as pretty well-known examples of living fossils, things that if you go back in what evolutionary believing people would say would be hundreds of millions of years back in the rock layers, you see examples of a horseshoe crab or a coelacanth fish, and they look the same today as they did then. In fact, until 1938, uh, scientists thought that the coelacanth had gone extinct 70 million years ago. But then in 1938, uh, Westerners caught some off the coast of Africa. And it's like, what do you know? This fish is still alive and it hasn't evolved the way we thought it would evolve because they always said it was going to evolve into having legs and come out of the water and stuff. But nope, it's still in the water just the way it was uh, a long time ago, according to evolutionists, 70 million years. And I would direct our listeners to a great resource. I recommend that you get it for yourself, your kids, your grandkids, your church library. Dr. Carl Werner, who's a medical doctor from the St. Louis area, has a series called Evolution, the Grand Experiment. And there's volume one and volume two. Volume two is called Living Fossils, and he has lots and lots of examples with great pictures to really bear this out. So let me just kind of walk through some of the things that he gives examples of. Uh, He and his wife traveled over 100,000 miles, took more than 60,000 photographs as they were filming the series Evolution, the Grand Experiment. And then he made these DVDs, and also has accompanying hardcover books to go with him. Wonderfully produced. Again, I highly recommend it. And he was looking in the, he went to dinosaur dig sites, and all the fossils that they talk about here as living fossils, for comparison purposes, were found in the dinosaur rock layers, that is in uh, Triassic, Jurassic, and Cretaceous rock layers. So with, in the same rock layers where you find the di- dinosaur fossils, they found fossils of all kinds of modern-day creatures. For example, uh, he found every major invertebrate animal phylum living today, including arthropods, insects, crustaceans, and so forth, shellfish, echinoderms, starfish, crinoids, brittle stars, corals, sponges, segmented worms like earthworms and marine worms. And then with vertebrates, animals with a backbone, fish of every kind, amphibians, reptiles, birds, and mammals. All of these were found in the same rock layers with dinosaur fossils. So when people act like, you know, that all these other things evolved much, much later, no, no, they were in the same rock layers with the dinosaur fossils. All of the reptile groups are there, Uh, not only the dinosaurs themselves, but snakes, lizards, turtles, 
crocodilians, alligators, crocodiles, and so forth. Again, they were found in abundance in the rock layers that the dinosaurs are found in. Here's another thing that would surprise people, birds. You, know, you always hear the myth that the evolutionists tell that dinosaurs evolved into birds. Well, birds were around at the same time as the dinosaurs because they're in the same fossil rock layers. So they have things such as parrots, owls, penguins, ducks, loons, albatross, cormorants, sandpipers, avocets. All of those are fossilized in the same rock layers with the dinosaurs. So they, one did not evolve into the other. And the same is true of mammals. There are mammals in the fossil rock layers along with the dinosaurs. So you have squirrels, possums, Tasmanian devils, hedgehogs, shrews, beavers, primates, duck-billed platypus, and so forth. So paleontologists have found 432 mammal species in the dinosaur layers. That's almost as many as the number of dinosaur species themselves. There's more than 100 complete mammal skeletons as well as many, many uh, incomplete uh, skeletons that uh, have been found of mammals in the same rock layers with the dinosaurs. Um, and then when it comes to plants, again, the same story. Over and over again, you're finding uh, every major plant division living today, including flowering plants, ginkgos, cone trees, moss, vascular mosses, uh, cycads, ferns, and so forth, all of them have been found in the same fossil rock layers with the dinosaurs. Fossil sequoias, magnolias, dogwoods, poplars, redwoods, lily pads, ferns, horsetails, and so on and so on are found in the same rock layers with the dinosaur fossils. So stop and think about what that means. If the, if the dinosaurs really were living hundreds of millions of years ago, the way the evolutionists say they were, then that would mean for hundreds of millions of years, all of those creatures did not change. They are recognizably the same today, the living examples, as the ones in these rocks that the scientists say are hundreds of millions of years old. So that would be a big problem for evolution, wouldn't it? Right. You know, if, if they're saying things are constantly changing, mm -hmm. but what do you see? Something that's more like stasis. Things remain pretty much the same, everything reproducing after its own kind. Now, we don't believe the hundreds and millions of years are correct. We think that's phony baloney that uh, doesn't match uh, either scientific evidence or the Bible record. But uh, the older you say the rocks are, the worse it is for the evolutionist. So what does this mean for us as Christians? Once again, what we see when we look at the world around us, living creatures and the fossil record ties in very well with what the Bible explains to us about creation, the flood of Noah's day, uh, death coming into the world because of sin. The Bible really stands the test of time. The theory of evolution does not. If you believe in evolution, the problem is the need for a savior because you would have already had death. Death wouldn't have been sin. What we're getting to then is why does it matter? Right. Why, why should we care about whether the opening chapters of Genesis are really accurate? Couldn't it really be that evolution is true and we can still be, believe part of the Bible? But no, that doesn't work because the story of our salvation begins already in Genesis. Genesis, doesn't it? That right. God created a perfect world, 
Our first parents, Adam and Eve, disobeyed God. That's how sin and death came into the world, and and that's why we need the Savior, whom God promised already to Adam and Eve. The seed of the woman would come and crush the serpent's head, and that and all the other Messianic promises came true when Jesus came, born of the Virgin Mary. He lived a perfect life, offered up his perfect life as a perfect sacrifice to take away all our sins, rose in victory on the third day from the dead, and it's by repentance and believing in Jesus that we receive that gift of eternal life, our Creator and Redeemer, Jesus. Right. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up this segment? I would be happy to do so. Let us pray. Oh, Lord God, the very rocks cry out in praise to you because your word is true from the very first verse. You are our creator. You are our redeemer. What you tell us about our creation, the flood of Noah's day, is borne out by what we find even in the fossil record and as, as we look at living creatures today. Help us, O oh Lord, not to be deceived by the lies of those who believe in evolution. Help us always to believe your holy word, the Bible, especially all it tells us about our Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom alone we have everlasting life, the forgiveness of sins. In his name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much. Look forward to talking to you in about a week. Very good. We are the Messenger of Good News, KFUO. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're also on Facebook. Our Facebook address is facebook.com slash KFUO radio.